what comes after that is living, right? And you're you're finding out how to live after such immense loss. And the world moves on. And you see everybody else move on. And yet the pain of your loss is literally intertwined in everything you do. You're buying a freaking jar of pickles and you break down at the store. And you look around and everybody's the world's just turning without you. Welcome, my friends, to Moving Grief Podcast with Stephanie Joseph. This is your safe and loving container to explore all things grief. Here, we choose to move our grief, embodying it, allowing it to be a part of us so that we can live and embrace and accept that grief lives within each of us. Come along for the journey. Welcome to episode one of Moving Grief. I am Stephanie Joseph, and I will be the host of this podcast and this safe container for beautiful conversations around grief and how grief is so intertwined um, in, in our lives. I wanted this episode to be an introduction of myself, a little bit of my story of where I've led, where I've been led into grief. And the intention of this podcast, my personal intentions of what I see this space to be, moving grief encompasses grief throughout our lives. It's not about moving forward with our grief or moving on. It's about simply moving our grief within within us so that we can live, live life fully, knowing that grief will be a part. I never, ever in a million years thought that I would be here having a podcast on grief. And it's quite fascinating that as I have been processing my own grief, which I'll get to in a little bit, um, I've been going back through some journals. So I am an avid journaler, um, one of those that, you know, when I'm feeling the heaviness or feeling the excitement of life, I go to my journal. So I've been looking back on the last couple journals that I have just out of curiosity, you know, you know, death and rebirth hasn't been new to me. And that's, what's been super fascinating that as I've been looking back in my journals and in my contemplations of the past, I would say probably the past, probably when COVID hit, honestly, 2020. Um, So the past few years, the rebirth that I personally have gone through, this isn't new topic. This isn't a new topic for me. It's just an expanded topic. Um, so before I get rambling, <laughs> so moving grief, the podcast was not going to come out anytime soon. I hadn't really had it on my list of things to do. I did know that I wanted to launch my program, Grief Acceptance Project, and I'll share more about that in a little bit. But the podcast itself was like, okay, that sounds nice. I have another podcast that I was doing and maybe we'll we'll revisit it and, and bring it back to life. Like in the timing that I was getting ready to launch the Grief Acceptance Project, I was introduced to a beautiful, amazing business coach, Yudi Wu, Allison, and I did a, a little mini training for her group and then the, just our conversations continued. And I'm in a very at that time and still in a very transitional place in my life and my business. 
And so in one of her stories, she reached out that she was doing a podcast mastermind. And I was like, ah, I really don't have a podcast. So I don't really know what would be on there. What would I be talking about? Do I revamp my old one? Do I, you know, just all those different things. And so she reached out and said, you want to join this? And I'm a sacral generator. You'll hear me bring human design into this. And it was a yes. And it was a strange yes, because I didn't, I'm like, I don't know what podcast I'm going to be working on. Right. So fascinating enough, the first week assignment was connecting with the soul, the soul of the podcast. I had some drive time because we went on a um, little vacation for a cheer comp. And on the drive, I just sat in deep contemplation. And for me, deep contemplation, like it's kind of talking to myself and I'll be sharing more of those, those tools because it has supported me in my grief. But I sat in deep contemplation and connected with the soul of this podcast. It didn't have a name at the time. It didn't have really it wasn't even born yet it was just an idea a concept and i asked the soul of this podcast what she wanted to share and it was truly just creating a container for others to know that they are supported and they are loved in their grief we all experience so much grief in our lives but it's not a topic that that we really dis- we really fully discuss and the bigger piece like do we embody it like it's almost seen as a hindrance or a negative thing like oh you're processing your grief well what if we can embody the grief and allow it to live within us and allow us to live right and so as i connected with her more i asked like what you know what is going to be on this podcast and it's going to be me sharing my thoughts, sharing my processes, sharing my grief journey. And then I'm also going to add some other Stephanieisms. I'm not sure what they're going to be called, but many episodes where I bring just some things to ponder. They might be grief related. They might not, but I'll be honest right now, grief is a topic that I am super passionate about talking about. So, you know, anyway, and then I wanted to create a space for people to share their stories of grief that they had a safe container that they can explore it and also that they can share with the world about their loss, whether that be a person, whether that be a big job transition. I am pretty sure that transitioning to parenthood and motherhood is going to be a topic discussed. Just grief in general, like it, it, it lives within all of us. And if it doesn't get processed, it becomes stagnant energy and it becomes darkness and heaviness and so i wanted to create a container a space where people can share share their stories share their loved ones share and then i also see this being a space that those that have tools to support those in grief can bring them in because i am a fond believer that my work you know is a reflection of me but it might not be what somebody needs and so why not create a network that you can tap into yourself and in, into your inner knowing and say, ooh, I actually want to work with this person. Her work sounds amazing and they have a different spin on how they can support grief. So we're going to be bringing those people in. So as I was connecting to the soul of the podcast, it then came time to create the name. And in this contemplation, I simply just asked all right, podcast, if we're going to do this and I'm your conduit and I'm 
the voice of it. What do you want to be called? And I'm telling you guys, it was clear as day that the this podcast is called Moving Grief. It's it's all about moving and embodying the grief so that we can live. My sister's story, my sister's death will not be in vain. And she is a part of me and she's living through me. And I want to change the narrative around grief that it doesn't need to be this awkward conversation. It doesn't need to be this awkward thing that we don't know how to support others in. And this is this this podcast is one of those ways to get those conversations going and allow us to really see what's supportive, what's not, what as a collective, as a society, can we do better? And how do we move our grief? It's kind of a little bit about the history, the the birth of this podcast. And we will definitely be talking about death and rebirth. To me, death is not an end. And we also, again, going back through my journals, it was so fascinating, but we experienced so many deaths and rebirths in our own lives. And sometimes, not sometimes, a lot of times those endings are absolutely necessary for what's to come after, for the growth that's to come after. Also, sometimes death feels senseless. And it wasn't until I experienced the deep, deep loss of my sister that I truly understood the suffering and the sadness that comes with grief and that comes with losing somebody that you that you hold dearly to your heart. So, hmm. I did want to, on this first episode to share a little bit about my story and to be very transparent. I am not a therapist and I honestly don't have plans. Um, I, it's kind of hit my mind, like hmm, maybe I go back to school. So a lot of the things that I will be sharing is experiential death. It's experiential grief. It's what I am personally going through. And I'm hoping to bring therapists on and you know, like I said, other modalities that can support in grief, but I wanted to be very transparent. I, that is not what you're going to get from this. I might bring in some tools, very common, different tools that are out there. Somatics will be a huge, huge part of this because I am an embodied practitioner. I am in body and, and working through somatics right now in my grief. And it, it also supported me in supporting my sister in her transition. And that's for another episode. So somatics will definitely be intertwined throughout this. I mean, hello, we're talking about moving grief. So you got to talk about your body, right? You got to talk about the somatic side of it. Um, But I am not a therapist and I want to be very transparent and honest. And I, you know, if your grief is so heavy that it is consuming you, let this be your invitation to go seek support and go seek a therapist or a group support that, that, that can help you like whatever that feels like and looks like for you, please, please, please reach out for help. Cause you are not alone, but from the therapy side, you won't get that here. So it's going to be from my experience. So let me share a little bit more about that experience and how we got here. I'm not going to go into the details cause that will probably come out later, but in June of 2022, my whole world transformed it in a sense blew up before my eyes in a very unexpected 
So on the 23rd of June, I got the call from my sister's best friend that my sister was in the hospital and she had been battling COVID for a few weeks and her couple weeks. And she was kind of the last time I had talked to her, which again, this will be on another episode, but the last time I talked to her that she was really frustrated that she had COVID and, um, and kind of not kind of, she minimized how much pain she really was in. So she went into the hospital, ended up going unconscious and was in a coma for five weeks. And in that five weeks time, well, not in the five weeks time, in the initial onset, she had uh, multiple strokes, which when you have a traumatic brain injury, you're waiting to see the effects of what happened, right? Our brains are amazing things. Um, and so we we were in that space of waiting. Well, ultimately, the infections she ended up picking up bacterial meningitis. So COVID and the you know meningitis as well as the strokes was just too much on her body. Um, she ended up passing away five weeks later on June 30th. When I said that my world exploded before my eyes, you can't ever prepare yourself for something like that. And the interesting thing about it, and I did want to make this point, so I'm glad it's coming up. Grief is such an individual thing. Going through the experience with my sister is an individual thing because I wasn't the only person that was there. I wasn't the only person that was involved in her care and involved in, you know, the emotions. There's other siblings in our family. So I wanted to bring it up that grief is very individualized. And as I share any pieces of my sister's story, please receive it that this is my interpretation, my experience, because I can't speak for anybody else. And maybe in the future, those that are involved in my sister's story would want to share, but I'm I'm going to just leave that out there. But I want you to remember that, that when I share, it's always from a, from my perception, from my experience and my involvement in her death. Because that's a really, really important thing to remember that when we are listening to somebody in their grief, or listening to their stories, or listening to them share about their grief, that sometimes it's really easy to want to jump in and be like, oh, that's not how I saw it if you're involved in it. Or, you know, like, well, when I lost so-and-so, da-da-da-da-da, right? We want to, we want to have that comparison because we we think that we're empathizing with them. And I, I think that that can be supportive. Um, but we have to remember that everybody is coming from it from their perception. I just want to throw that out there. Um so in that five weeks time, thankfully, I was able to go back and forth. Um, I was down there for the first initial 10 days after they opened up her room um, because COVID was involved. So we had to have um, quarantine and all that stuff. Was able to go back, you know, came home, went back, came home, went back. And I'm so grateful. Again, another episode, I'll talk about some interesting things that had happened to me earlier in 2022 that gave me the space to be there for my sister because she was in California. I live in Utah. But anyway, we lost her. I mean, that's just the bottom. We we lost her. And it was the aftermath of picking up the pieces. And again, like I opened up this, I never in a million years thought that this is what my platform would be. Hello. Like who signs up to say, hey, yeah, I want to talk about grief on a freaking daily basis. Like who who chooses that? And in, in losing, I shared a lot of about her. If you look on my social media, I was honoring her and sharing, well, while she was alive, this was her story to tell because in my heart, I believe that there's always possibility and she could have pulled through despite 
what had happened to her body. And so that was her story. She gets to share her story. And then when she passed, she's not here to share her story. So I wanted to honor her legacy. I wanted to honor her. I wanted to share pictures and photos and I still will. But I was really in that space. And that also hit me like in the process of grieving, we do that, right? We we have that initial shock that crap, I just, I've lost them. And then we go through the funeral phase, if that's something you choose to do, and you're honoring them and you're remembering them, right? You're doing, we did a celebration of life. We did multiple celebrations of life. And and then what comes after that is living, right? And you're, you're finding out how to live after such immense loss. And the world moves on and you see everybody else move on. And yet the pain of your loss is literally intertwined in everything you do. You're buying a freaking jar of pickles and you break down at the store and you look around and everybody's, the world's just turning without you. And so I realized after, and we weren't in a rush um, with our celebrations. And so it was actually a few months after she passed that I really got to get in an experience called like the low of my lows. And it was in December. So give you a timeline. Sister passed away end of July. December, I got intuitively guided to get off of social media, which is, I don't typically do that, but I took a hiatus over December and really just sat with the emotions. And that was the most supportive, but also the darkest month since since losing her. And we'll talk more about that um, because I do feel like you need to come face to face. Multiple times you'll come face to face with your grief. But for me personally, it was months afterwards. And then the new year came and I follow the rave new year, which uh, the new year actually doesn't come until January, and mid-January, January 21st to be exact. So anyway, like you're, I was still in this hibernation mode and it had dropped in me that I, I realized like, what am I trying to say here? So this is not scripted as you can probably tell. I've been a serial entrepreneur since 2013. And when you go to like network, networking events, you go to business training or entrepreneur training and all that stuff. They say, what is the, what could you write a Ted talk on? Like right now, if you had to go on stage tomorrow, what would you write a Ted talk on? And so in my hibernation after coming out of that December hiatus and dark, dark time. You know, I was in the space of my business, like things weren't lighting me up as much. Like, what is it that I wanted to share? And I kept saying, you know, I want to support those in grief, but what does that look like? I I don't have the tools that can support people like right after it happened. That's traumatic, right? That's trauma. Um, and so what is what is what is the support look like? And just really being in that space of curiosity. And then it hit me. I'm like, what is the one thing I want to talk about all of the time? I want to talk about my sister. I want to talk about all of these phases that I've gone through. I want to share that my my room looks like a complete disaster because I still have all of her things in boxes and laid out. But I'm <laughs> this, my avoidance, right? Um, but I wanted to share those with people. Fast forward, here we are. Here we are on the first episode of this, of sharing it. 
And I don't know how I got here. <laughs> Again, not scripted. <laughs> but I think all of that to say is that's my journey of grief. And now it's like the pieces of me that were shattered when she died are laying out around me. And now I'm picking up each one by one and saying, how do we move with that fragmented piece, the fragmented pieces, and how do we move? And in the process, how does it support somebody else that has experienced this loss, has experienced loss? I don't know. Nobody's loss can ever be the same as somebody else. Like, we're going to just put that out there right now. So this podcast is that space for me to pick up my pieces and to be vulnerable and share them with all of you in hopes that you know that you can move with your grief. You can also feel the depths and the sadness and the heaviness of your grief. And then the pendulum swings over and you can feel the joy. And that's my message, I guess, in the... To wrap this up, my message is, is there is beauty in death. There is sadness in death. And when I say death, this could be loss of a person again, like those life transitions. But there is beauty and there is sadness in death. There is times of deep longing to have that person physically with you. Like, God, I miss the hell out of her. But I also know that she is still with me and she's living through me and through my kids and through her friends and all of the people that she touched. And those are the stories that I want to share. And I promise to share it all. (laughs) So I didn't expect this one to be so emotional. But I guess that means I'm onto something, right? When, When I can feel comfortable enough getting so vulnerable. And if you're listening to this and you're like, I want to share my story and you're afraid to be vulnerable, it's okay. We'll go to the links of where you feel comfortable. You don't have to be bawling your eyes out. Um, There's the story of moving grief. I guess bottom line, there's the story of moving grief and what I hope to bring to this place and this container. We will be all over the map on the emotions because I also want to bring joy and play because I have amazing stories of my sister showing up for me and my kids in very playful ways. Part of my message is that, again, they're not far off from where we are. I don't believe that our loved ones that have passed have disappeared. I feel her closeness and my father has passed too. And I feel him and I'll be sharing more of his my experience with him too, because it's very dramatically different than my loss with my sister, which is really fascinating. Again, see, never wanted to be be a grief specialist, (laughs) but once you join the club, it's one that you can't get out of. So welcome to the club, right? (laughs) So anyway, I hope that you find this episode supportive and that knowing that you are not alone, if you have felt what I have talked about And um, just join this journey with me. Join the ride with me. Let's see where this takes us. Let's move. Let's live. 
let's experience life. Let's embrace the ups and the downs, the deaths, the rebirths, the expansions, the constrictions, the everything in between. And um, I just, I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for being on this journey with me. And of course, if you are excited to be here, all the good typical things, like and subscribe, leave a review, leave a comment that does help the podcast to get out to those that aren't my people. (laughs) So get out to people that deserve to hear this. Share this episode with anybody you feel it would be supportive. I am launching my signature program, the Grief Acceptance Project, which I mentioned earlier. This is a six-week live experience where we meet weekly on Zoom. There's less lessons and then guided practices to support you in accepting your grief and allowing it to embody allowing yourself to embody it. We talk about expectations. We talk about beliefs. uh, We talk about embracing great grief. We talk about celebrating it, celebrating the trigger moments. And I'm going to be infusing a little bit of like spiritual mediumship in a sense where we can start seeing our loved ones closer to us through signs and all of that stuff. But the next one starts the 22nd of March. So if you're listening to this future, go to stephaniejoseph.com forward slash grief acceptance. And you'll see when the next class will be will be coming because it will be an ongoing thing. So this is not a one and done program. I don't want to turn this into a online course where you're not getting that experiential stuff because that's important to me to be able to have a safe container where you can be witnessed by others as you are deciding and choosing to embody and accept that grief is a part of your living. Um, so again, March 22nd is the next one. I know that's coming up in a couple of days after I drop this podcast episode. But again, if that day doesn't work for you, or if you're listening to this in the future, just head on over to stephaniejoseph.com forward slash grief acceptance. And Stephanie's spelled with an F. So I'll leave it in the show notes, obviously. That's going to be intertwined. You'll hear me talk about that in this program. I hope to have future uh, participants on here sharing their stories. That's my intention and my vision. Oh, and I just got full chills. So this will be that that platform, that space that others can share share their stories. So um, I look forward to recording the next episode and um, having you along with me on this beautiful, beautiful journey. So. Until next time, take care of yourself, give yourself love, give yourself space and compassion as you move and move in your grief. All right, see ya.